When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to another episode of, like I say on the Freeform Rock Podcast, you know where you are, you clicked on this shit. God damn, yeah, really. I had to say who we are, you know who the fuck we are. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know who we are, you wouldn't have clicked on here, man. Uh, we got some guests, man. Uh, go ahead and tell who we have, Jerry. We have Charles Trainer and Andy Rodriguez. Hello. Two great freaking... Two amazing guests that, you know, are just totally awesome and make our show better. Um, oh, thanks, Jerry. Oh, thank knowledgeable, you. knowledgeable, fun, and just fucking great, great brothers, man. Always great to have you guys on. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, Charles is uh, Pete Best of Oasis, you know, he was yeah. in Oasis, yeah. he was the drummer, so you gotta <laughs> I forget, I gotta get that, and uh, Jerry, Jerry wasn't here with us last week. These two were because uh, he was on a week long bender. And uh, sorry, sorry, ladies, he didn't take any dick pics for you, like Tommy Lee. I might have taken some. You never know. I just haven't sent them out yet. So. You lost the film, <laughs> <laughs> or, your wife, or your wife got in your phone. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, so I what, picked up. The, I picked up this farmhouse watermelon moonshine down in Georgia. Everybody says it's good. I just opened it up. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to give it a shot right now and Dang. tell you what I think. I got. I had some peanut butter whiskey. That's pretty good shit. And I got this. Oh my god! <laughs> fucking disgusting. I I got this for my lazy dog beer club. Oh. And it comes in a little glass too. This is like dry hopped Belgian style ale. It's called Ooh, wait, it's Time Traveler. It. This one's called Time Traveler. Actually, it's got a pretty good kick. Yeah, this one is, it's alive. This is East Coast style Indian Pale Ale. Ooh. And then I got Liquid Gold. This is California style Common Ale. This is five point one too. Now, where did you get that at? Now, uh, Lazy Dog beer. Do you have Lazy Dogs back there? How did you get that Death Leopard beer? I mean, do they sell it was that? At the, it was at the thing. Yeah, but do they sell that actually? Yes, yeah, so you could go on go on uh, Legion Death Leopard beer. It's made by Legion. And this Are they is good. Yeah, it's really good. And this is um, uh, Mark of Genius. This is extra special bitter ale with tea leaves. <laughs> okay, tea leaves. Is that it? Or they're all the same? Yeah, it's, that's that's it. It's four of each of those. It'll cure your cold as well. Yeah, it's, you pay thirty five dollars every quarter, and then you get ten percent off the takeout. You get uh, you can upgrade your uh, twelve ounce beers to twenty two ounces for free. Man. So your draft beer, so it's pretty cool, man. Oh, that is cool because I'm a big beer drinker and I love different types of beers. You have Lazy Dog Cafe there's there? No, I don't think so. I think they do in Austin, but not here. Oh man. Now was the Def Leopard beer completely satisfying or just slightly off? Like maybe missing something. It was good. It was better than that first beer I had. I have not found any of those rock band beers that was good. I think I've seen it. Well, you got Danish Trooper beer is terrible. I mean, it's like is it really terrible? I think that it's terrible. I heard the ACDC whiskey's good. 
I have like five bottles left. Maybe I'll send you one if it's legal. <laughs> Heard the ACDC whiskey's good. Uh, the Metallica whiskey is really good, but that's fucking expensive. The blackened whiskey. The blackened, yeah. 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 But uh, right. today, today we're gonna do the uh, eleven song Ultimate Night Ranger album. Uh, this is a band that doesn't get a lot of love. Gets a lot of like every time somebody's oh Brad Gillis, Brad Gillis, Brad Gillis. That's all you hear is Brad Gillis. He was an Aussie. All right, but we'll talk about Night Ranger when we get to that. I just wanted to tell you guys what we're doing. So um, I'm gonna start with one thing with music, then I'm gonna go to a little sports. So Jolyn Turner finally took off his wig. If uh, Andy said he never saw him with that black, if you ever saw him, he has a bad rug on for years. Okay, yeah, I have not seen, yeah, I have not seen Jolyn Turner in years, so I couldn't tell you what he. Well, he's bald now. He finally showed that he's bald, and everybody's getting proud of him for taking off his wig. I remember the last time I seen him was probably with Day, I think. Yeah, and then. um, Somebody goes, yeah, Paul Stanley should take a cue from him. <laughs> I think it was Vincent Gabadoff said something about that. It should Paul should be brave now, but I didn't think that's say, cool, man. Didn't he say he's been struggling with hair loss since he was like 14? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah speaking, of Paul, speaking of Paul Stanley, he's like, what do you say? Uh, he doesn't want to write any new, new music, compete with his past or something like that. That's what I heard. Yeah, I had that coming up, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Talk well, I mean, about he's it. right about that. I mean, you can. It, it just there comes a time, I guess, where I mean, people just aren't accepting to their new music. You know what I mean? Compared but, to the classic. But the, but the thing is, that means he's a chicken ass, chicken shit. That doesn't even want to try to write new music because he says, "Why should I?" It's like, dude, well, oh. you got Night Ranger making new albums. You got fucking Sticks making new albums. You got Freaking Foreigner is going to make a new album. You got all these bands that make, there's people out there, Cheap Trick always makes new albums. And freaking they, they, Cheap Trick even said, well, if you don't make new music, why be in music? Just quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheap Trick said that they would make albums. They don't care what fuck, but they sell one or two. They don't care. I don't, but, I don't agree 100%. I think it's actually Paul's acknowledgement that us, the real fans, of the real band do not accept the scab lineup and there's no way it can compete i think it's a way that he's just acknowledging that it'll go triple wood if they put it out we all know yeah we can't sorry go ahead he can't sing anymore i mean he can do the studio magic and make something crappy but out of nothing but yeah i mean he's he's right He's right. The real band, they cannot compete against a real band. Nobody cares uh, on new stuff. I mean, look at Sonic Boom and Monster. I like Monster, though. Man. Yeah, uh, a lot of people like Monster. I thought it was... Dude, Sonic- I think that was, it had Modern Day Delilah on Monster, right? Sonic Boom, no, Sonic Boom had that. Oh, I like that song. No, I thought it was... But, uh, they let Monster Tommy and... Uh, hallelujah. Oh, I like Tommy, that one. Yeah. They let Tommy and Eric go a little bit on Monster. That's probably why they tried to make him sound too much like Ace and Peter on Sonic Boom, in my opinion. But uh, well, I don't think Tommy could sound like anything. He sucked in Black and Blue, just my opinion. <laughs> but you know, Paul Stanley, he was a great freaking songwriter. I don't care what anybody says about him. I know he's a shell of form itself, but that guy was a great songwriter in his well, time. I, I think Gary Sharon writes better music than uh, freaking Paul Stanley. 
Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I had to get a little shot at him. Come yeah, on. of course. Mr. Is this classic or Sharon shit? <laughs> yeah, but once you're a great songwriter, you can always be a great songwriter. I really wish that they'd give it a shot and push the envelope because, the, yeah, you know, especially for a band that keeps on touring and they haven't really released anything new in a long time, you know, you know, why not? You know, you, you got um, a, a good backing band. He might not be able to sing like he used to, but dude, Gene, but um, Gene still sounds good. Gene sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, he can still do it. Yeah, he I really mean, they can. expect, Gene says, they, I mean, he doesn't want to do it because he expects to sell as many albums as he did in the 70s and 80s. That's just not going to happen anymore. Yeah, that's his ego anybody well. anymore. Anybody. This is this is what Paul Stanley needs to do. He needs to hire himself a fucking vocal coach if I can help him sing with his new voice. To teach him how to sing. Teach him how to sing. Kevin Cronin of Ario Speedwagon was on Eddie Trunk saying that his son was taking music in uh, USC and he said, Dad, 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 you need to check out my teacher. He's a great vocal coach. He goes, Ah, oh, whatever, okay. And Kevin said he's singing the best he sang on any tour ever right, right now. Because of this vocal coach, coach taught him how to sing, and I and love Ario Speedwagon, man. I'm a total Ario Speedwagon nut swinger. And the same thing with um, uh, with um, Elton John. When I saw him live a few years ago, yeah, of course he can't hear the high notes anymore, but he changed his approach to to the songs. Lower register, yeah, he's got a lower yeah. register now. Yeah, yeah. Speaking... he just changed the way he sings, and yeah. and Paul Stanley refuses to do that. Oh, I'll tell you what, Paul Stanley, when he guest starred in Ace's album, did Fire and Water. That low registry did something. That was really good. Great. That Dude, was, was amazing. Awesome. I was like impressed with Paul's voice. Why does and he does that stool station? He sounds okay. <laughs> I like that stool station. I know you like the stool station. <laughs> stool yeah. station. Do you like stool station, uh, Charles? <laughs> no. <laughs> Either do I. Doctor Fuck does, but man, enjoy. Uh, so, so then we get to uh, let's get to some sports here. Why the fuck are Cowboys fans thinking they're God's gift to football? When have they won a pre- they won a preseason game when they're like already writing up their Super Bowl ticket to slip. It's just remember last year all the Cowboys fans I have on my friend were except for Nate Big Bushy Big Bushy was cool. He's like me, but the other. 100 Cowboys fans I had well, except for Tina, Tina didn't do shit like that but they messaged me your team sucks, fuck your, in the beginning of the year fuck your team, fuck your team fuck your team, fuck your team, Niners suck, Niners suck, I just shut the fuck up, I said well let's see what happens, see what happens and then we beat them in that playoff game and I went the fuck off and then I got it from from Packers and Cowboys fans. Yes, I got it from Packers, but not as bad as Cowboys fans. (laughs) Packers fans are used to losing to the Niners. Okay, but the thing is, I went off, and then people started saying, you've been going off on two weeks about this. I said, you've been going off all year. (laughs) Take your medicine, bitch, and shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I will not. I am humble with my teams. You know that I don't put my team say they're going to win it all. They're going to win it all. I wait and let my team back me up. Interesting. Yeah, but you always like use a negative energy thing. 
Yeah, we're going seven and nine. I predict so you're like you're like, oh man, we're gonna lose. I'm turning it off. I predict now. the Cowboys are gonna win the Super Bowl, and I predict the Yankees <laughs> are gonna win the World Series. Good job, guys. I love your your teams are awesome. Cowboys rule. Yankee fans are yeah. just as much assholes as Cowboy fans. Just letting you know that too. Fuck the Yankees, but you guys are gonna win the World Series. Enjoy. You got Mike Judge and Stanton. All right. But then we get to uh, this just came out before we started. Jimmy G restructured his contract to stay with the Niners with a no trade clause. And he gets bonuses if he goes. I think that's a smart thing by the Niners to keep him up in case Trey fucks up. I think so too. I think that's a good move by the Niners. Um, I don't that's... I don't think it was wise to put all of their eggs in one basket in Trey. That was a total move to keep him out of Seattle, in my opinion. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were going to try to not trade, not release him until the end so he couldn't get as much practice with the other team, which they knew was beat Seattle. And he's a good insurance policy. So Yeah. Well, he that's awesome. I, I, I don't know. I think they should have played him as much, played him and kept Trey on the bench for another couple of years like they did Aaron Rodgers in freaking Backerland, you know? Yeah, they're probably they're probably regretting that decision now. One year and they're gonna name him the starter already. What the fuck, dude? I think Jimmy G's gonna play more than we think. I think he is too. He's got bonuses if he plays more too, the contract. It's like freaking the Brown signing Deshaun Watson. What the fuck was up with that? You should have kept you should have kept fucking your other quarterback. Baker Mayfield's Baker? probably gonna kill Why? you guys. Why? Don't tell you're a Baker Mayfield, dude. You can't change. Oh, no, we went over this before. He's out the door. Uh-huh. Going yeah. with the new. <laughs> yeah, but now, Baker, I think you're gonna regret this. this. All that matters right here for anybody watching at home. <laughs> there you go. Well, I can agree with you on that one too. So. Yeah. I tagged you in one of my friends' posts, my post where she said she's a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Oh, my friend loves the Browns, and she and she put a laughy face at it. And you went off on her a little bit. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love oh, football season. Fun. Football, yeah. football. I think we get more into football than I'm a bigger baseball fan. But football, there's more trash talking because it's only 17 games you know baseball is 162 we like yeah. kind of curb that a little bit so yeah no i, I love i guess helmet bashing is becoming part of the sport now too fucking <laughs> aaron yeah. donald what the hell how was he not getting suspended for that man? because they Jeez. said it was practice they don't go doesn't matter to- man well, yeah, I guess the Rams aren't gonna fucking suspend him for that. You know, dumb. I was at SoFi Stadium watching the stadium show, and I wanted to piss all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I did it, dude. But uh, speaking segue, um, I saw the stadium show on Saturday. Let me give you my review. I gave it on Freeform Rock Podcast on on um, Saturday on Sunday yesterday because I was at the show. I, we couldn't do our video on Saturday normally, so. Check that out. I put up a lot of videos from the concert. I put up more Def Leppard so far. I got more Poison to go up, and I got more Motley Crue to go up. But I, I enjoyed all of them. All of them are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joan Jett was killer. My wife even goes, she's 64? Damn, she sounds great. She was kicking ass. She's playing some Runaways. She's playing yeah. this. She has the original Blackheart keyboard player there because he was talking about how record companies didn't want to sign a woman with a guitar. <laughs> and I'm going, damn. <laughs> Fuck it. And, and also, I need to say something. 
The Go-Go's are not the first all-female fucking band. It was the Runaways. <laughs> Why do people keep that. saying the Go-Go's were the first all-female band? That? Who said that? Nobody said that. Everybody, when they got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they, they said were the, the first, first all-female band. They were the first all-female conceived man with female management who wrote all their own material. Is what Runaways wrote all their own material also. They were not female conceived. They were conceived by Kim Fowley. Yes, that is, that is true, actually. Yes, that is true. Correct. Absolutely correct. So that's the difference between the Go-Go's and Joan Jett or the Runaways. Who would you rather listen to, the Runaways or the Go-Go's? I like them both. Uh, that's a push. Because I, 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 I agree with They're you. Both good. Both yeah, good. Play some go-go's. Tough, one. tough one. But come on, who has Lita Ford? I, I, I have to go with the Go-Go's. Lita Ford is way better than Belinda Carlisle. Come sure, on. but I, the Go-Go's music was better in my I opinion. Don't know. What? Yes. Now, Lita's, Lita's music was better than both of them combined. Lita's oh, got yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, but Linda Carlisle is not nothing to sneeze at. Okay. Looks well. No. Well, here's what I'm if, if you hear the stories about their fucking backstage antics and everything, man, they're just as wild as dudes, man. They're fucking <laughs> crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they Joe party. Jack, they partied. Well, Joan Jack kicked ass. Uh, Poison, came awesome. up, Poison came up next, and Brett Michaels was fucking like a kid in a candy store. We waited two and a half years to get out of here, man. We're so fucking happy. Here's CC DeBille. Here's Bobby Dill. There's the great fucking Ricky Rocket. Every fucking song he was fucking propping his band up. It's like, God dang, dude, he's so happy. It's like great all Ricky the band Rocket. was fucking happy, dude. They they <laughs> sounded amazing. They started off with "Look What the Cat Dragged In," dude. My they always start band. out with that one. That song rules, though. The great Ricky Rocket. Ricky Rocket is dude. <laughs> the guy is drumming and twirling his drumsticks between every drum beat. He's fucking amazing drummer, dude. He's we're not the there yet. Ricky we're not Rocket? there, Charles. We're not yeah, there he does, yet. Yeah, he does all the, the yeah. He's, twirl he twirls the stick as he's going for the yeah. Beat. yeah. Fucking great, dude. He's got a drum uh, drum uh, kits too. You could buy, but hey, Poison was awesome. I wish they they would have pushed yeah, it back Fisher so we could have saw a, more of a light show with them. And then uh, Def <clears throat> Leppard came out and fucking kicked some Def <laughs> Leppard ass. My God! And you guys are saying, "Oh, Poison's the only one happy to be there." I saw fucking Rick Allen smiling ear to ear. I saw them all smiling. And when this is what I this is what I'm saying, man. You see Nickelback play. They don't close their eyes when they're playing solos. Fucking Phil Colland and fucking uh, Vivian Campbell were like, they, you could see they're feeling what they're playing, man. Rick Allen was smiling. Joe Elliott was amazing to the crowd. You know, everybody was up for Def Leppard. It was sad that people came in late for Joan, but they got there for Poison. You know, Joan was amazing. They missed out, in my opinion. Well, but she came out, what, at 4 o'clock? I mean, nobody's there. 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. But the and that's thing... another vocalist is Joe Elliott that's changed the way he sings so that he could be better. He got a vocal coach. <laughs> that's what Paul Stanley needs to do. But they, they put on an amazing fucking show. They played Let It Go, man. Come on, man. They played Let It Go. I put that video up. I put up a uh, fucking... Um, uh, fooling today and i put up a double video it was single it wasn't a medley because they went right into the song but they fucking ruled man cool. i've never seen a bad def leopard show and then motley crew came out yes vince was kind of 
My wife said he sounded like a chipmunk. And I said, Vince has always had that high kind of voice, but you know, he sounded like he missed a couple lyrics here and there, but the band was playing great. Stage show was great. Nikki was on fire. Tommy Lee was fucking Tommy Lee. And Mick was fucking, you know, uh, Tommy Lee came up to the stage and said, all the guys whip out their Johnsons. You know, I think that's his new thing for the tour since he did that. He said he was on a bender, but they were fun. They were fun. They were great. Molly Crew kicked ass. You know, I, I, I can't expect Vince to be perfect, but he's better than Paul Stanley. <laughs> not saying much. Yeah. yeah. Way, how about a thousand times better than Paul Stanley? Put there you go. That's you know, I put up Primal Scream. I got some more Motley Crew videos. They played Too Fast for Love, too. Mm. Too fast, too fast. For... And they even said the old shit. And then Mickey, Nikki comes out and says, I want you guys to come along with me. And he starts going to the baseline of Primal Scream. Fucking everybody was singing the whole fucking concert, man. They had fucking oh, like that. And another thing that was cool, they they flashed Mick Mars solo album 2023. And they played some music from it and it sounded killer, dude. They played a oh. little instrumental piece of it. I can't wait to hear what Mick Mars sounds like solo because he was on fucking fire, even though fucking he needs something to hold him up. He was kicking ass. <laughs> I wonder who's going to sing for him or um, who's going to be the lead singer. Well, they had Karabi there two years ago. But I don't know if they ever came through or... Hmm. I don't know. Just do an instrumental album. That instrumental piece they were playing. It was pretty fucking good. Yeah. I think Mick Mars is very underrated. He plays... I know a lot of people get on, you want too much of the slide. I love the fucking slide guitar. If you like David Gilmore, you should like fucking slide. (laughs) I mean, really, um, really, McMar sounds like there's two guitars up there. He's yeah, he does. And then uh, we get to the Beatles are re- releasing a revolver box set, Charles. Yeah, yeah, now we're talking. This was your thing. Uh, for sure, G- Giles or Giles, I don't know how they pronounce it, Martin, George Martin. Martin Giles. Uh, he's doing the production job and so far everything he's done for the Beatles as far as the remasters have been incredible absolutely incredible he's the best in the business at doing that as far as I'm concerned I'm really 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 super excited for that one because Revolver is it's not my favorite but geez it doesn't matter it's so great it's like 1A 1B and uh you typically it is, I think, with Revolver or Rubber I Soul. I got the White Album. On the and his, his, the job he did on the White Album was fantastic, too. It's awesome. This is just a great Obladi, Oblada, you've never heard before. I mean, he brings out new things. It's going to be well, incredible. Plus, the Sergeant yeah. Peppers he did was amazing, too. It was. Abbey Road. You read yeah, yeah, the Abbey Road one was fucking badass. Oh, oh I hope you he, You got I all the vinyl. I bought the all. CDs of that shit. I wish they, I wish he would do an older one now, you know, like uh, say with please, the Beatles. Please or, yeah, something like that. That one of the older ones is due, but I think it's going to be a fantastic release. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll probably um, get it on CD. <laughs> and just yeah, me and Mark, me and Mark tried to buy the albums from a. Remember that <laughs> the Chinese company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they gave us more money back. Well, like every, just, al- every every album for like 40 bucks something like that yeah we fell for 
dumbasses how we are. Oh, I just, I, I, the prices went down. I bought but the linen B one has gone down quite a bit. So hopefully I'll get that soon. On eBay? On um Amazon. Oh, cool. Yeah. I might check that out. But then um Charles introduced me to a group today called Orange Goblin. They're, they reminded me of like fucking what did I say, Charles? Like mixed between uh, Soundgarden that, and Black Sabbath. Yeah, that song. But they they evolved their sound. That's from the first album that I sent uh that cut and uh Man, it was a that was a group that fell out of the sky for me, and I'm I'm kind of like into this mode right now, finding not necessarily new bands. That band's been around since 1995, believe it or not. Uh, uh, they went their latest album was put out 2018. The previous was 2012. I heard an interview with the uh, singer, and he said. Well, we had to go get real jobs because the music's just not paying. See, that's a sad state of where we're at in music business today. We're, uh, you have a really, really, really good tight band, but they just can't cut it because of royalties or whatever's going on. Streaming now, that's sucks. a band. That's a band that should go out there and buy their vinyl and their CDs and stuff like that. That's the type of man. I don't, I don't cry rivers for, even though I love them, Paul McCartney. I mean, uh, he's not hurting. If you just get it on a streaming version, you're not hurting him. But uh, a band uh, like this, that's tremendous. I'm telling you, everything I've heard from them is really, really great. Uh, that's the type of bands that gets hurt by the streaming and, and things like that. All new sir. bands get hurt by streaming, man. It fucking sucks. I hate it. Oh, those yeah. VMA awards. Did you see all those? Did you even know any of those bands on there, dude? VMA? No. Does BTS. MTV, why uh. the fuck does MTV even have a VMA? They don't. It's fucking. They should have the reality fucking awards. awards. Who's the fucking most dank on fucking this show? Who got the most drunk on this show? Right. Who's give the award here. Who's the one who showed the most titty on this show? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah. I like ridiculous. I like ridiculousness. That's like I think Chanel was That's close about kind of it. But fucking, yeah. <laughs> you know, we loved remote control, but that fucking yeah. show fucking killed MTV. My wife is in the catfish. I'm like, oh man, I can't stand that show. Oh god, it fucking sucks. And then we got Pantera. Pantera has announced uh, four reunion shows for 2022. Festivals, right? Yeah, yeah festivals. Not and they're fast. all in South America and uh, Mexico. South America and uh, Mexico, yeah. Yeah, they're all with, one with Kiss, I believe. Kiss is at one of those. Maybe. Of yeah, those and festivals. so Judas Priest. Yeah, in Mexico. Yeah. Like and, I said, enjoy, enjoy if you want to go. It's just not my thing. I mean, I want to go see it. If I, I get a free ticket to it, I'd go, but. Shit, I'm going to see Pat Benatar on Friday, and then the next week I'm going to see Duran Duran. If the prices are reasonable, I think I'll go to that. Um, I kind of softened up on my stance about the Pantera. Re, um, re, you know, they're, you know, with, um, excuse me, with um, Charlie and um, having um, uh, Zach, uh, Zach Wild, you, you know, they picked two people that are part of that family, family and part of that yeah. legend. And, you know, not just anybody can do this. And, and uh, Pantera knows that. That's why they picked these two guys, you know. So yeah, you can't you can't deny the talent there. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah, and the love and the and the admiration that they have for.
for the Abbott brothers. So, you yeah. know. And then I think this is this is my last. Oh, wait, you got, uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, uh, Robert Patrick said he wanted to get Nine Inch Nails into Terminator 2 because his brother Richard, who later formed Filter, but uh, they said Arnold likes Guns N' Roses. So Guns N' they didn't bring Nine Inch Nails on with head like a hole. What do you guys think about that? Wise choice. Yeah, I've never heard anything about that before. I'm happy the way it turned out. Yeah, but yeah. the head like a hole is a great song, though. It is, oh, yeah. but that you could you could be mine. It's a great fucking song. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Oh, it is a great song. I give you that. Yeah. But, uh, that... No spoilers. I'm spoiling something that's happening Friday, so <laughs> on the Freeform yeah. Rock podcast because we're doing uh, fucking with Charles. We're doing a fucking epic episode of Use Your Illusions one and two, not split up into two like every other fucking podcast does because we're fucking rebels. We do it all once. Because <laughs> we said fuck this shit, we ain't splitting it into two. And then, um, what else? You is there's new new music coming out soon, Andy? You were gonna go over that. I thought I went over that last week. Oh, last week we went over that. Let's see, yeah. Pantera, blah blah blah. Yeah, we went over. But that. I can repeat it. No, Britney Spears uh, leaves Instagram. Oh, Jar J- Jerry is tore up about that because he liked watching her dance. Dude, there's some. She has some sexy ass pictures on there, man. I can't deny that, man. Yeah. I'll hold my boobs for you, dude. Is that hey. better? <laughs> <laughs> I did that to my wife the other night. Do you find me sexy? She started laughing at me. Thanks. There went my self esteem. All right, man. Uh, now we're gonna get into our 11 ultimate Night Ranger album. But before we get into that. I'm going to start with Andy. Yeah. How did you get into Night Ranger if you got into them? I, of course, back in the mid 80s, Sister Christian was a big hit. And so did, um, so were a couple of songs during that time. But I completely just um, fell out of favor with them after that that album right there, Midnight Madness. After that, just, just never heard them, just didn't pay attention to them anymore. And then until last week when, um, you say you know this was going to be the top 11 and i want to be a part of it so you know i listened to um them all this past week what about you charles you're not really into night ranger but did you get into them no, at all? i did have uh a midnight madness i believe for christmas or something when i was a kid um and i heard some stuff from dawn patrol and even a little from seven wishes a little bit but they put out another song that I just absolutely hated, and it just turned me off to them a lot. But uh, I, I'm not going to say what it is, because maybe it's on somebody's list. I hope it is. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm the same way. I just kind of fell off with them. But I, don't, I didn't spend all week listening to them, but I did listen to them a little bit more this week. And uh, I was able to come up with 11 tracks. Nice. Go. So, Jerry, how did you get into the Night Ranger? Uh, I mean, it's basically the Midnight Madness era, MTV, and all that. My sister Amy loved her to death. That was my very first concert I ever went to. Was that show, uh, River Bend Coliseum in Cincinnati? Um, Tony Carey opened up for him. Tony, you know who Tony Carey is? He's pretty awesome. Man, yeah. the guy. Um, it's a great show. I just remember this huge ass American flag. Uh, Kelly Kigi on the side, which is weird. Because you know, he sings lead, you need to yeah. sing. Yeah, 
I remember just being a kick-ass show, and I and I love that album, man. I, I it was a great. I mean, there's not a bad song on that, in my opinion, except for "Shipping Away." I didn't care for that one too much, but um, that's pretty much how I got. So of course, you know, "Sister Christian" was huge. You know, when you close your eyes. I mean, they had some good radio hits back then too that you couldn't get away from if you tried. Yeah. Yeah, my thing is when we got MTV, don't tell you, don't tell me you love me was all over the fuck of MTV back then. That's a fucking great, but I'm not gonna talk about that song right now. But that's a, <laughs> that's what got me. And then also when you close your eyes, I think that's the first I bought a 45 of that. That's the first thing Ooh. I bought from him. And then I went back and saw Zodis was going out of business and I got Dawn Patrol <laughs> right behind you, right there. Yeah, I so, fell out. I fell out of say. I'm sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm done. I was just going to say I kind of fell out of favor. You know, me and Mark argue about this a lot because I was a huge, still am a huge Jeff Watson fan, and I think he got he got he got badly uh, fucking uh, raw into the deal as far as uh, the band is concerned. Uh, he's a great guitarist, a great acoustic guitar player. Man, Duke could bring tears to your eyes with his playing. It's amazing and. Uh, wasn't a big fan of what they did to him, but uh, you know, Mark's introduced me to newer Night Ranger, and I'm kind of forgiving him now. There's some good stuff there, so you know. yeah, they brought in Joe Hostra, who then left and went to uh, White Snake, and then they got in Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly's really good. I Dude, got I mean, picks from both of them, and I can't find them. And they were a great fucking duo, man. Gillis and Watson, man. Yeah, Jeez, man. Kelly's pretty good, man. You know, I I watched. Um, they were at that Monsters of the Mountain, and all these rock stars were posting Night Ranger from that. So this is the perfect band to end this freaking festival. They ended it, dude. And they were up there doing a drum solo. All of them were hitting the drums on uh, freaking Kelly Kiki's drums. And it was yeah. so fucking cool, dude. That video, band man. just loves to play. You feel their, their heart. You feel their soul when they're playing. I saw them just before COVID. They did Midnight Madness and Dawn Patrol in its entirety. Ah, and then brought in Goodbye and some songs at the end. But a fucking amazing band. They could still fucking kick ass. It's like, this band needs more props. You know, people are all talking about Kiss, Kiss. This band is way fucking better than Kiss ever. I'm just sorry. I like this band way better than Kiss. I never go with a week without listening to a Night Ranger song. Fucking Jack Blades has played for everybody too, man. Jack Blades, damn Yankees. <laughs> I don't like that one band he's in with the Dean Castronova. Blades uh, and Shaw, fucking. I like Blades and Shaw. Oh, something, something Saints, right? Yeah, right I don't like Revolution. I don't like Revolution Saints. Yeah. Dean Castronova reminds me of um, Peter Chris's voice. <laughs> so oh, wait, Dean Castronova can fucking sing. He sounds better than Steve Perry. He's oh <laughs> fuck no, dude. Did you hear him do Mother and Mother Father on their fucking. You know, with God, Journeyman, I have Mother Father, freaking on. Listen to it; it sounds just as good as Steve Perry does, man. No, not even. Let's just listen to it, man. I'm telling you, you'd be blown away by it. No, I don't think so. I like him as a drummer; he's a great drummer, and I like his background vocals. He blends good with Arnell. But, he's got um, a lot of he's got a lot of fucking you know personal issues too that he's still sorting out. But uh, yeah, man. So. Let's get into this. Let's start with side one. I'll start with Andy and then go to Charles and then you and then me. Start with what's your first track on side one, um, Andy? All right. The way that I've been constructing these albums is the way that I would want to hear it. 
that's why I have certain songs on side one and side two and the way they start off. But um, I'm going to start off side one um, off of Midnight Madness. You can still rock in America. Great song. I think that's a great kickoff song for a Night Ranger album. Yeah, I think all you guys are going to pick that song. So I didn't pick it. <laughs> that's why I was, was going to leave you with the deep tracks, like I said earlier. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> pick it. Charles, what's your track one on side one? My track one is off their latest record. At, wow. at Po Po, or what's it and called? And the band played on. That's the initials. Okay. Yeah. Breakout. Great fucking song. Great fucking song. Track one. Yeah, it actually jams quite a bit. I enjoy it. So hmm. I lead off my album. Yeah, my album I'm going to lead off is from. Oh, uh, I get a chance. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Jerry. My bad. <laughs> It doesn't. I agree with Andy. You can still rock in America. I mean, that's just a great opener. They actually did that in the encore when I saw them live. It's when the big American flag came out. It was pretty fucking cool. But I think it's a great opener for a t- uh, an album. So I picked it. Still rock in America. Yep. Yeah, I know all you guys have picked that shit. That's why I didn't pick it. I picked. I know one of you guys probably picked this. So I picked. Uh, Don't tell me you love me. The first song that got me into freaking Night Ranger. Now, that song has a special thing, and then you listen to this whole album. Oh, album fucking was. amazing album, dude! Yeah, it I mean, is. You know, Ozzy. Um, what did Ozzy do? They thanked Ozzy and Sharon on this album. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. And then we get to our second track. What's your second track, Andy? And just to say, I really miss reading all the thank yous i remember back in the 80s and 90s they would think like the yeah. rock and roll you know i loved it that was so cool to, that, that that they name checked so many of your favorites on there um my track two is going to be what martin just said don't tell me you love me off of dawn patrol you know another nice. good pop rocker you know and it keeps the album going so that freaking that freaking solo is insane man it is, dude. The dual, the dual leads, dude. Yeah. Uh, nobody does. Them and Judas Priest, I think, have the best dual leads. And and sometimes Maiden, but I think Judas Priest and Night Ranger, their leads sing. Yeah, Maiden's more of a harmonization type of leads. Yeah, and same thing with Tesla, too, when they do the dual leads. You know, it's right. It's like, it's like, it's like somebody's, they're singing with their guitars. Right. Yeah. Hmm. really cool and then what's your uh number two uh charles uh it's already been picked you can still rock in america midnight madness nice i knew you guys were all gonna pick that song <laughs> i knew it i said fuck that i ain't picking it i want something different even though it's a great song i listen to that song i jam that song all the time so what's your number two jerry uh, song. This song actually really made me fall in love with Night Ranger. It's off Dawn Patrol, Kelly Keegan classic. I think it's his best song. Sing me away. Oh, that's a great song, dude. Fucking great tune, man. I love how it's like a kind of heavy verse and it goes into like a mellow type of chorus, man. It's just still pretty sounding song, man. Love it. Yeah, great fucking song. So my number two is from the new album. I just had it here. A B T P O and the band played on. I still love that logo. That's an awesome logo. Looking great. It's like a case, man. Yeah. 
fucking great fucking album. And there's a bonus track on the fucking vinyl that's not on the CD. And it pisses me off. Why isn't this on the CD? Why isn't Savior on the CD? It's on the vinyl. <laughs> Usually the bonus tracks go on the CD. Right? Yeah. Whoa, what happened here? Whoa. What? Oh. Oh. I just lost my other paper. Because uh, I got all pissed off about that. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. All right. My second song is Coming For You from, like I just said, fucking great fucking album. I, I, I play this fucking all the time, dude. That's the opener on the album. That's all yep. rules. Rules, dude. Fucking love it. And then we get to our track three. What's your track three on side? How many tracks are you going on side one? Six again or five, Andy? I'm going five. Of course you are. Right. <laughs> <always goes> <laughs> Sorry, man. So I, which, five. I was trying to figure it out. So what's uh, your number three, Andy? Number three off of Seven Wishes. Um, Sentimental Street. I Great love that song. song. I thought that was a really nice little ballad. And, mm-hmm. and and one thing that I really like about Night Night Ranger is their, is their song lyrics. It, you know, they're very smart about their songwriting. Tells a little story. And most of the time has to do with love and a relationship, and I really dig that with uh, with a heavy guitar sound. So, especially Kelly Kiki type songs, it brings back memories, like when you close yeah. your eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool stuff, man. Yeah, it's so like, that's my number three. Yeah, it's like out on Sentimental Street in the avenues, take a good hard look. There ain't nothing, nothing there for you. Fucking great fucking song, man. <laughs> And then what's your number three, Charles? Andy already had it. Don't tell you look and th- don't tell you you love me. Uh, tell, I had tell it me too. You love me. Dawn Patrol, you had it as well. Yep, number yep. one. That's my number three. The fucking great track. And then uh, what's your number three, Jerry? Off this album right here. Wow. It's a shuffle. And the song is called. Well, it's not a shuffle. It's, excuse me, it's a different song. Uh, it's a real cool tune. Sounds kind of sounds like a mixture between "Love Stinks" and "We Will Rock You" in a way. It's called "Dance." That's a great uh, song. It's just a good happening sing along type of song. It's a great hook to it. A great guitar work on it too. Guitar is awesome on it. Um, like I said, this album. Thank you, Mark, for getting me into it because it is a great fucking record, man. I recommend y'all listen to it. Man. That's it's already fun. three tracks off of that album. Yeah. <laughs> now you you need to get uh high road uh California somewhere in California and uh let don't let up. <laughs> Those are great albums too. And then I get to my number three from Seven Wishes. Do you guys ever watch MTV when they had Jack Blades and Kelly Key? Uh I think it was Jeff Key- was it Kelly Key or Jeff Watson with him? Uh they took over MTV dressed in uh freaking the shit here. And they played videos for a couple hours. Wow. Night Ranger from this album. Uh, that's a great album cover. It's like harking back to World War II. Seven Wishes on the Plane. But I picked the fucking song Night Machine. Mm. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Night Machine. I tell you, boy, you're gonna pay. Who's gonna save you this time? Welcome to the Night Machine fucking great rocker there's so many great rockers on here besides the ballad cinema street there's a lot of fucking hard fucking rock on this album great fucking record 
And then we get to our number four on side of What's your number four, Andy? Yeah, my um, number four on side one, Don't Ask Me Why, off of the album Seven. That's a great that song, too. That's um, uh, it's a good track, man. I really, I really liked it. These songs that that that, that I put on here, I put on a playlist, and I've been hearing that playlist since yeah, maybe yesterday when I was watching some baseball. I made it, and I started listening to it, and it flows pretty good. Nice. So, what's your uh, number uh, four, Charles? Uh, the album Dawn Patrol. And I'm not normally a fan of these type of songs usually, but the song Night Ranger. Oh, I love that song. I didn't pick it because I thought Jerry would pick it. Yeah. You'd be correct, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was, I I try to go against the grain, but a couple songs you guys picked. I had to pick Don't Tell Him You Love Me. I just just had to pick that song. Yeah. But uh, what's your number four, uh, four, Jerry? I'm about to go with the ballad on Seven Wishes. Um, like I said, Jeff Watson, man, his acoustic guitar playing is just heavenly sounding, man. It's so good. Goodbye. I mean, that's a great, great ballad. Um, great harmonies. Um, it's a typical power ballad of the 80s, but man, it is fucking a really good tune. You know? Man, the power ballads from the 80s were so good, though, because they were really heartfelt, you know? Yeah, Especially this, rock ballads. I yeah, mean, they're... Good- Goodbye was different because the power bells. This was acoustic. Hmm. Dude, that riff is just fucking riff. They had killer riffs on there though. But I mean, like I said, Jeff Watson rules. Jeff Watson, he does. I'm not. I'll give it. What has he done though? He hasn't done anything. He's done that. He did that solo album with uh, who's the other guy he did a solo album with? Oh God, I'll look it up later and let you know. But uh, something Horde, Alan Horde, no. What the hell is his name? I don't know. I'll look it up later and let you know. All right. Just to let you guys know, I picked more Jack Blades lead singing, but this is one of the songs I picked by Kelly. From Dawn Patrol, Sing Me Away. Great fucking song, man. If I could just love, sing me away, sing me away. Oh, fucking song. I just love it. I could have picked lots of songs from Kelly because I love Kelly's got some good solo albums too, like Jack Blades. If you guys check out Kelly's, I never but... knew Kelly had solo albums. That's oh yeah, I have one good. of them. It's pretty damn good. Okay, well that's news hmm. to me. I'll send you. Uh, I'll tell you the name of the album when I'm done. But I'll wait. I might have it on my phone because uh, I always put that album on my phone because I like it a lot. Uh, dude, let's see. I was listening to Anthrax. So Anthrax is here right now. <laughs> Night Ranger. Oh, wait, no, not that, Ranger, dude, Kelly. No, I don't have it on here right now, but I usually have it on there. It's really good. I'll send you the title of it later. But um, hold on. I have fucking iTunes right here. I was doing some freaking shit for my radio show. Kelly Kiki, one album. One album I got. I think he's got two. It's called I'm Alive from 2006. The song Stolen Rules. The song I'm Alive Rules. It's a great great solo album by Kelly called I'm Alive. But um, Jack has some great solo albums. I have both of them. Rock and Roll Ride and the first one. Fucking great fucking CDs by him. 
And then I, then I get to my, uh, I already said Sing Me Away, so we get to our number five. Andy, what's your number five? Yeah, Your, my fat, no- your last one on side one. Uh, my number five is going to close out side one. And I'd like to close out each side with, with kind of like, a, what's the one I'm looking for? Like some kind of big statement song or a, um, uh, so I finished it off with Sister Christian off of Midnight Manners. Yeah. Ended side one. I like an epic sounding kind of song, you know? And yeah, you hear it a million times and it still sounds fun. It still, it still a great sounds song. good, man. It's, it's like the last last minute and a half of that song. You know, when, yeah, you're like, you know, you're going along with it, man. Just just a great song. Another, I know Brad, Gillis, another Brad Gillis masterpiece solo, too, on that one. Yeah. You know, of course, that's what got my attention. Um, of course, with Sister Christian, it still sounds good. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to end my side one. Are you ending side one on track five or six, Charles? I'll go with the flow. Well, my I always flow do is CDs. Six. <laughs> yeah, I always do CDs. So. Uh, but I'm at track five off the album Big Life, the title track, Big Life. Good tune. Nice. Yeah. yeah, good track. I like that one. Then what's your number five, Jerry? Again, that are off John Patrol. Eddie's coming out tonight, man. Great song. Rocky, I knew you were going to pick it. <laughs> no, you did not. Come on. Yes, come on, Eddie coming out. He likes the rock. He <laughs> rock it all night long. He likes to roll. Because I would have picked that. I would. I would. That, yeah. Me and you have the same taste, basically, almost. Yeah. I mean, you fucking think of radio rock, dude. That song was a prime example of it. Just a fucking great tune, man. Fucking Jack's tone on that song is just yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Wear Italian new shoes. He used to good dudes. He walks behind the scenes like a midnight. I mean, that, that is like a night ranger song. <laughs> Isn't that funny how they said like a midnight madness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next album was midnight madness. Right. <laughs> fucking great fucking track. Well, my number five is from and the band played on again. Breakout. <laughs> I fucking love that song. Yeah. I know one of you guys picked it already. Yeah. And then um, we start with the uh, Andes. Song track one on side two. What's your track one on My side, side two? My side two is going to um come off the album somewhere in California. Growing up in California, I think that's such a cool song. It reminds me so much of You Can Still Rock in America. So that's why I start off with that. It, it kind of has the same kind of tone to it, you know. So growing up song. in California. What's your number? Yeah, I, just, I just got that CD. I just bought it. It's, uh, it's a pretty good fucking CD. Actually. It's great fucking. I told you. <laughs> I've been like bugging him for three years. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Shout out to Eric Stenson, man, for selling me this CD. He's made sell some good stuff. Yeah, and who's the one who said, hey, Eric's selling this. Get it. <laughs> me. <laughs> I already had it, so I told you to get it. But um, then we get to, uh, are you starting uh, side two or are you ending side one? Charles, I'll start side one, one or two. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, off of Seven Wishes, think we've already covered it many times already. Sentimental Street in the Avenues. Great Take song. a good hard look. I do. Nothing never new. <laughs> Great fucking track. And then uh, Jerry, what's your? Are you ending side? I'm ending side one. Side, side one. What's your ender on side one? Again, fucking. You know, what can I say in the Jeff Watson nut swinger as acoustic guitar? 
off the Midnight Madness, Let Him Run. Oh, that's a great song. Good fucking, I think it was the first song they wrote for that album, and it was just, man, the fucking guitar playing by both those guys is just out of this world. And then you add in Kelly's voice. Yeah. I mean, there's very few mashes made in heaven, man. And perfect with his with Kelly's voice and their guitar. I know people say Jack's the but be, the better singer, but I think Kelly has more emotion in his voice. But man, I'm telling you, I strongly disagree on it. I think Jack <laughs> has he does different tones, dude. <laughs> yeah, Kelly's songs stick with me a little more because, like I said, we're talking to Andy earlier about that. They just bring back memories, man. They're they're reminiscing songs. Man. True, I love Kelly, I but I love them both. Better of a singer, if you ask me personally, a little bit. Yeah. His voice got a little. His voice got a little deeper too. I guess he's uh, in a different register too, but he still sounds good. Yeah, he does. They do a great acoustic version of Sister Christian, man. Yeah. Oh, really? You never heard of that, man? Listen no. to it. Well, awesome. they have an acoustic album out. It's yeah, pretty good. Huh. Yeah. And then we get to um, my ending side one. And I think uh, you already picked this, uh, Charles. Big life. Yeah. Big, big life. Big life. I love I that did. song. Big life won't make it. Make... That album gets a lot of shit. And that album rules. I fucking love that album. You know, maybe because of uh, the David Foster shit that you always bring up, Charles. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a fan of that production, but that song was pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of great songs on that album now. And then uh, we get to your track two on side two, Andy. What's that? Yeah. Um, rumors in the air off of Midnight Madness. Good song, nice. great fucking song. I like that track. Um, I think that's a good second track on side two. Um, keeps the uh, ball rolling on that. So, um, rumors in the air. Nice. So, what's your uh, track two on side track? Uh, track two on side two, Charles. Uh, off of uh. Dawn Patrol, Don't Tell Me You Love Me. Great fucking song. What is that? Yeah. Three out of four so far? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jerry will pick it somewhere down the line. <laughs> Jerry, what's your uh, track one on side two? Uh, <laughs> don't Tell Me You Love Me. <laughs> <laughs> four out of four. <laughs> when, you think of, when you think of opening tunes, you got you can still rock in America and Don't Tell Me You Love Me. They're great starters for any side of an album, in my opinion. Probably their two most prominent starters, you know what I mean, on, on an album side. And yeah. it's a great tune, man. And like I said, the solo is fucking insane. Uh, I remember getting the Guitar Magazine uh, issue with that solo on it. Remember when they used to have the square inst yeah. like, instructional records inside of them every now and then? Yeah. I tried to, I just, I, I would kind of throw it away because I, I couldn't even figure it out. It's just Brad Gillis rules too. He's good too, but. The yes. sounds he come up with the guitar is just ah, mind-boggling. So my side two opener is from this album, Man in Motion. Yep. It is Halfway to the Sun. Huh? Watch out, little sister. Watch out where you run. You can't catch me because I'm halfway, halfway there. To the halfway sun. to the sun. Yep. Look out. Dun, 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 dun. It's a fucking great album. I remember when I bought this on cassette. Fucking took the bus to Tower Records. I got this and a fucking other tape that day. It fucking rules. I've always liked anything Night Ranger's done, dude. Anything. They haven't made a bad record. That'll show up later on my list. 
Yeah, and then. But uh, you know, it's amazing when you told me that. I didn't never knew that they did an album without Jack Blades. Yeah, I was feeding the mojo, which I didn't care for. I never knew that, man. That's that's, that's insane, in my opinion. Well, Jack Blades is doing his damn Yankee stuff at that time. That's oh. Yeah. And uh, Damn Yankees is way better than that album. Charles Trainer did a review with us on uh, Freeform Rock Podcast. If you guys want to check that out, plug, plug, plug. plug Oh, well, y'all did the first Damn Yankees? Yeah. He was Hmm. on the first Damn Yankees when they put out Feeding Emoji. I have it digitally, but I don't care for it. Hmm. All right. And then we get to uh, see your track three on side two, Andy. Yeah, off of Dawn Patrol, Call On Me. That's a great song, too. That yep. piano. Yeah, is that the one? Call me. Oh, that's what I wanted to say about rumors in in the air. I'm to go back to it because I make notes on that. On the beginning of it, the keyboards kind of sounded like a little bit of um, a a little bit of a yes touch to it. Well, Alan Fitzgerald was kind of a Just progressive a keyboard player. So that sounded pretty cool. So, but yeah, my three is Call On Me off of Dawn Patrol. Yeah, great song. So what's your number three on side two, uh, Charles? Also off Dawn Patrol, little song called At Night She Sleeps. Oh, it's a great song. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Jerry's chuckling. So I wonder if we, wonder what we got next from Jerry there. So what's your uh, (laughs) number two on side two, Jerry? Just a little, uh, it's a little different Mary Major song in my opinion. It's off Big Life. It's called I Know Tonight. Um, I can make a, it go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's a, I wanted to either put something off Big Life or put, you know, when you close your eyes in that spot. But I'm like, you know, when you close your eyes, it's a great song, but I thought a lot of people would pick that already. I guess not. But uh, so I chose that one instead. Uh, it's not my favorite Night Ranger album per se, but there's a couple of good tunes on. That's one of them. So my uh, my number two, I'm gonna do a freaking freeform here and change it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys picked this song because you guys all picked Rumors in the Air. A lot of you guys so far. So I'm gonna change it to Passion Play or Midnight Madness. This album right here, great fucking oh. album. Rules, great fucking album cover too. Yeah, they haven't made a bad album cover, dude. <laughs> it's like I forgot to show this when I did. Uh, oh wait, we haven't got to that one yet. They're like cheap trick in a way, the way they look. It's like they got the good looking guitar players, and they got like you know nerdy looking keyboard player, nerdy looking drummer. I didn't show the Big Life cover for my track. Big Life, there's Big Life. That's also kind of their greatest hits album cover too. You see their greatest so, hits? Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. much their greatest yeah. hits album cover. Back there, the frosted hair. Jeez. Yeah. So then we get to uh, number, we already did your number three. So what's your number four, Andy? Yeah, number four on um, side two, off of Somewhere in California, the second track off this album, um, Follow Your Heart. Good song, too. Um, I thought it was a really good track, so I put it on there. Um. You know, at the back end of an album, you got your last three tracks and you're trying to keep it strong. You know, you're trying to keep your album going to um, be a whole complete album. You know, because this is rock and roll. It's not pop music where you have one or two good songs. You know, when you listen to a rock album, you buy it because you want to hear from beginning to end. And there's, you know, 
deep tracks that are so important to us. So follow your heart. This is the fourth track off of side two. Yeah, it's like their last four albums that got harder, like more riffage, more less keyboards. Keyboards are there as ambience, not really high in the mix. Really good shit, man. That's why I tell people mm-hmm. like the Europe. I keep telling people listen to Europe after two thousand three, and listen to Europe before the final countdown. Way fucking different. That's reminded me. I need to put Europe in the show tomorrow. Freeform Rock Show on uh, thatmetalstation.com. But uh, what's your uh, number? Uh, or uh charles off of midnight madness probably my second favorite a night ranger song yeah i like the popular ones with this band sister christian great song uh, yeah i knew you Just guys that, on that song yeah yeah if you don't if you say you don't like that song you're fucking lying <laughs> like, i love that song it. but i'm not picking it because i knew everybody would fucking pick that track so what's your number three jerry off there late and the band played on um i think i think we all mentioned it i don't know andy did but i think you two did breakout yeah breakout uh, rules that was you sent me that video man and i fell in love with that song i went out and got the album man i had all three of y'all picked breakout yeah yeah great fucking track and then i get to my number three from the album don't let up which i don't have on vinyl but i have it on cd um running out of time I like that song. It's like running out of time. You hear him go running out of time. I fucking just love that fucking song. It's fucking awesome. That's mine from Don't Let Up. It's a great fucking album. You guys should all get it. (laughs) And then we get to uh, track number five for you, Andy. Yeah, number five is going to be off the album seven, Revelation. Great song, too. That album didn't get too much play because it was with the, I think, a record company that went out of business. They didn't get it's like Cheap Trick with Red Ant on the '96 mm. album. Yeah, you know, and they went out of business before they could promote it. So uh, <laughs> sucks when that shit happens. So what's your number five, uh, Charles? Off a of man in motion. Love shot me down. Oh, I love that song. Love shot me down. Yeah. I hear all these songs in my head, dude, because I listen to so much Night Ranger. My head is so full of Night Ranger. It's like, this is a band. I don't know why they're not in my top five. They should be in my top five. I need to put them there because I listen to them so much. It, it ain't funny, dude. Wow. It, it's like, and then we get to Jerry, your number four off four. side two. Yep. Side um, two. Off high road. Knock, knock, never stop, man. Oh. Bitch. Fucking great tune, man. Killer ass in, in guitar intro. Um, yeah, what, 2014, 2015 that came out? Yeah, Joe Hostra was on that album. Yeah, it's a fucking great tune. And I thought, I don't think many people would pick a song off that album. So I went ahead with that one. Oh, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> you're <back>. wrong. <laughs> I didn't pick, I, I didn't pick off of um, Hole in the Sun. Or uh, Neverland, but I do love both those albums. They're both different compared to Night and Feeding the Mojo. I didn't pick any of that, but my. Uh, and then we get to my number four on side two. When you close your eyes, that was the first single I ever bought by Night Ranger on a forty-five. Wow. I just love how Jack and Kelly sing dual leads on that. I'm a huge dual lead nut swinger with. Uh, Freaking triumph and shit like that, or even kiss. 
you know, Kiss says, I like Ace Fraley. Well, there's four lead singers in that band, but my favorite is Paul and Ace and put in Gene. I I do like some Peter Chris, but yeah. I do like Hooligan, Hooligan and or the Beatles. Or the Beatles, yeah, but Dual lead singer bands. Cool. This this is like Triumph. They remind me a lot more of Triumph than those bands. Did I miss Kiss conversation? Yeah, I said Kiss. I like. He likes some Peter Chris. Newsflash for the world. Got nothing to lose. I like Dragon <laughs> and nothing to lose. Black Diamond. Uh, all right, man. Then we get strange to your, ways, um, buddy. Strange ways. Oh yeah, there you go. You're, you're number five, Andy. Uh, no, number six for me. Number six, okay. Track number six. This is what's going to end my album before the bonus track. <laughs> um, Don't Live Here Anymore off of High Road. That's a good oh, album. oh, okay. I think that song tells such a great story about a person, about a man growing up and finding himself. Another Kelly song. Kelly rules. It's a really good song. And I'd never heard of that song before, of course. So, man, I think I heard that. Uh, quite a bit a few times i started again and started again so yeah um don't live here anymore it's really good so what's your number six uh charles my second favorite night ranger song everybody's probably already had it or will have it by the time we're over with this uh when you close your eyes yes yeah love it yeah it's got to be on there and it's a great ender on my album i think close it out so what's your number five jerry to me it's the ultimate ender for the album in my opinion uh night ranger night ranger off top oh great song i I knew people would pick that and people (laughs) picked a lot of tracks i picked man i'm like but uh i kind of should have went deeper (laughs) (laughs) if you know what i mean I mean, that was, that was the one song I knew where it belonged the whole time. It was, oh, and that's not true. If you told me you love me and you still rock in America. But everyone else, I had to kind of struggle to put them somewhere. So, uh, but yeah, a great song. Dawn Patrol, man, fucking great album. Yeah, so I end my uh, album with track number five. Mm-hmm. Growing Up in California, title track, because I fucking love that song. It tells... Jack Blades tells the story how he was in Sly and the Family Stone and stuff like this. It's kind of autobiographer, autobiographer, whatever I'm trying to say. Right. Uh, he, it's kind of a song about his life. If you listen to the lyrics, and he, he played with Sly, Sly and the Family Stone a little bit. He went to Rubicon and stuff like that. It kind of talks about his uh, his life growing up. I got the beach. I got the always in me. Dun, 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 dun. And that fucking those two leads just go going together, just rule. I can love that song. And now we're getting the bonus tracks. Did you guys do your bonus tracks? I didn't. Want- okay, Andy, what's your bonus track? My bonus. Uh, when we did an Anthrax last week, I picked a, I picked um uh, the Public Enemy, um track. This one here, I went ahead and I found a cover. That was off of um, somewhere um, in California. Dirty Deeds done dirt cheap at ACDC cover. Oh, that's really good, yeah. That um that that they did. Of course, it's not better than than than, than ACDC, but it was you know it was okay. They also did a cover that. of high. Also did a cover of high enough. 
<laughs> they play that in concert too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I bet they do. But um, the Dirty Deeds done cheap. You know, it was great. Um, um, a surprise is what it was to me that they would tackle that kind of song. Because yeah. even though um, Night Ranger is, you know, like they they're considered hard rock, but not quite hard rock, and they tackled this song, which is a hundred percent from a hard rock band. And um, yeah. I think they did pretty good on it. FM radio rock. That's what they are. They're yeah. great. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's where they and that's where they were back in the you know the Midnight Madness Stomp Patrol days. Yeah. yeah, they got left behind by all these yeah, fucking, they did. like Guns and Roses and yeah. Like it's like I did a poll, dude, on Guns and Roses, like Use Your Illusion one and two compared to Tesla, Great Radio Controversy, and Psychotic Supper. Yeah. And well, Tesla by a long shot. Andy picked. The Use and the yeah, there's a lot of filler on those two. <laughs> I well, you guys will see our opinions on freaking the Freeform Rock podcast on Friday. Right, but, uh, but I'm not on that podcast, so I'll say there's not that much filler, especially <laughs> on, on the second one. There's not Maybe. that much filler on, well, on You'll the listen second. to what we think about it. <laughs> I will, I will, and I'll call in. No, call in. <laughs> I need to figure out how to put somebody on the radio show. I think Dr. Fucking Bushy did it. I think they just put their phones up, put it on speaker, and put you guys. When do you guys need to call in on my show on a break one time? That'd be fucking cool if you guys on the radio show. But uh, what's your bonus track, Charles? I didn't make a note of the album it came off of for some reason, but. A song called Four in the Morning. That's off of That's uh, off. Seven Wishes. Yeah, Seven Wishes. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. So Four in the morning came without a warning. Everybody's got a place to be. I love that song. I need your bad song to live. The harmonies are fucking just on top of this band. Man. Yeah. They're like sticks number two. <laughs> fucking amazing. And the Beatles. Beatles had great harmonies too. So yeah. what's your bonus track, Jerry? I should have six of them if you don't mind. Uh, well, the do do the here. bonus track and then we'll do the top. I have five after that. All right, when you close your eyes. Yeah, when you close your eyes is your bonus. Okay. Yeah. So then you said nobody would pick High Road. I picked the same song you said on High Road. Knock, knock, never stop. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of agreed on that. And I said, fuck, I should have picked more deeper tracks. Because <laughs> I like every song on these fucking albums, dude. I could have picked more Kelly then. But then uh, let's start with Andy. Do you have... Uh, other songs you would have picked? No, I stopped there. You stopped there, yeah. Charles. No, yeah, it's me and you, Mark. Okay, me and you, because we're the Night Ranger nut swingers here. <laughs> go for it, go for I it. I mean, I got, I got to put Sister Christian in there somewhere. You yeah, know, for obvious reasons. So, that's what fine. else? That's it. Oh, you're done. No, you have more than that's it. I thought we were going one at a time. No, just tell your five. Oh, okay. my five. Uh, Sentimental Street, uh, Halfway to the Sun, there it is, I told you that show up later, and then two great songs off there, you know, and the band played on, Coming For You, I think a couple of us picked that one. I picked that and, one. Uh, so Hard to Make It Easy, it's a great tune, it's like a oh, great, a great shuffle song. Too. song. Yeah. Um, but that's mine, yeah. Dude, mine I gotta is, that album. Mine Dude, is, I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta listen to this, you're gonna love it. I gotta it. hear it. You could still rock in America. Uh, from Midnight Madness, Peace Sign from Seven, Sister Christian from Midnight Madness, Penny from Dawn Patrol, Penny, I got your number, 
You know, you gave it to me. That song yeah. is just a sing-along. Whole oh, fucking, you yeah. just sing That's along. A, uh, that is a I, I hear that song, and it doesn't get out of my head all fucking yeah. day. Fucking fact, I, wish it I wish I would have substituted that with another one, yeah. but uh, too late now. And then uh, from Don't Let It Up, Somehow, Someway. Fucking Not familiar that with that one. Yeah, you need to listen to Somehow, Someway. Dude, you need to listen to Don't Let Up, dude, before this new album. Fucking great fucking record. I, I play that shit all the time, man. But that's our 11 plus other songs that me and Jerry had. I'd like to thank you guys for being on here. Charles Trainer from Oasis. Andy, right. Andy Rodriguez from Black Spinner Podcast. But Andy, yeah, pimp your shit. Um, this Wednesday on the Black Spinner Circle, we are doing a great vinyl battle. Uh, we are going to do the, um, the Doors debut album against Jimi Hendrix Are You Experienced? Both albums from 1967, both debut albums. It's going to be me, Al Horta, Ed, um, um, Edwin Canastrosi, um, Kate Doré, and I think maybe Jerry. Yeah, I'll let you know tomorrow for sure. It's 50-50 right. right now. Like I said, I'm still getting caught up from vacation with a lot of stuff. Right. So, right. I'll, I'll so, let you know. I would have done it, but my wife said no. <laughs> I understand. Um, that's yeah. I understand that four and a half well, hour marathon we did last week. Kind of, I know. And me and my wife were talking today, Mark. It's like, do you spend any time with your wife? Because <laughs> you're always doing something. Me? Yeah, I'm always spending time with her. Feels <laughs> like you always have a concert. show. We're every going day. to a concert on Friday. <laughs> you know, she was doing uh, Godspell, right? She was doing the yeah. play. She was in here for a month. Okay, no, like I said, I'm just fucking with you. We just wanted that. No, like I'm always, always doing shit with her. There's always something every day doing some kind of show. Dude, my shit is like an hour or two, and then I'm with her. Like, we do the podcast on Saturday. It's like two hours, and then I'm back in there watching TV with her. I'm, I'm, just, we're just, I'm just fucking with you, dude. Yeah, I'm always with her, man. And uh, yeah, she was getting pissed. <laughs> but you know what? You know what she's, what she's doing tomorrow, and I'm pissed off? She's going to watch Big Brother. Ooh. Yeah, so right. what the fuck am I gonna do? I should have been on your fucking podcast. <laughs> oh no, but you got a radio show tomorrow. No, oh, you're doing it tomorrow, right? Oh, you're doing it tomorrow, yeah. No, I'm doing mine Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday is when she's doing her damn thing. <laughs> Watching fucking shit, fucking shit, shit, shit. But fuck, we got lots of shit to watch. There's a new show called uh, The Bear. On Hulu, it's really good. It's about uh, it's with that guy who played Lip in uh, uh, what was that show? Fucking uh, with William H Macy. Oh, on Showtime, he's a drunk and a drug addict. Yeah, oh, fucking uh, uh, what's the fucking hot girl in it too? What's her name? Yeah, From, what's uh, her name? Oh, dude, this fucking sucks because I know that show. I watched every season of it. It's really good. That was a great ending to that show too. If you guys ever watch that. Fucking now I gotta look it up because the fans are gonna fucking say what the yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's gonna be so fucking obvious when you I know it's a, one, it's a one word title, I think. Yeah. yeah. William H. Macy. But Bears are pretty good shot. I think I'm on episode three. I'm on one. Shameless. 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 Yes. Shameless. Yeah. That was a remake from the English show, and I tried to watch the English yeah. version of it. It wasn't that good. It's just like The Office. I can't watch the, the English version of The Office. English it was version. horrible. Yeah. I don't know. That dude's funny from the English version. I can't think of his name. But he's yeah, fucking the one funny. Dude, the one I'm dude. Yeah. 
Ricky Gervais, yeah. Yeah, right. he's funny. Yeah, yeah he is. But, but, but compared to Michael Scott, oh, no, 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 Michael no, 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 no. Scott killed him. And freaking Rain Wilson, and yeah. <laughs> come on, man. The guy who played Jim, it's amazing. And Pam, yeah, um, how what a show that was. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, before we go, I want to talk about uh, something. Uh, do you see that in South Carolina, they're going to give kids belts so their pants don't <laughs> fall down? <laughs> I read time. It's like I remember money well spent. I remember in the nineties and when I was in my twenties, all these girls were wearing like baggy clothes. I didn't even know they had tits or anything. One girl, I was at a friend's house, and I go, "Is that a girl or a guy?" Because she had a hat on, you could see her. Well, that's my girlfriend. I go, "Oh, I'm sorry." But uh, and then a few years later, she was wearing tight clothes. I go, "You look good now." And she's, "What do you mean? When you were? Oh, yeah, I was in a phase." (laughs) I said, "I couldn't tell." Yeah, my my pants. Yeah, my pants fall off naturally because I got a flat. I always but... wear a belt because my pants, I lose weight and it falls off shit. Yeah, but I want to thank you guys for coming on here. Make sure and subscribe, hit that button in the side. You watch this show, please, please share. If we get a thousand subscribers, man, it'd be awesome. Same thing that with the Freeform be. Rock podcast. We're closer than we are on this show. We got 264 on Freeform Rock, Rock podcast because I'm showing a lot, a lot of stuff, content on there. I need to make more content on here. Um, Jerry, you could make content and put it up too. You know, you could just yeah, I know. show shit and put up albums you do like I've done. I suck at shit. Well, I could do videos. Absolutely, yeah. You could right. do some videos and put them up. You have the the keys to the, the, the Cadillac. So yep. check it out, man. Uh, Lee puts stuff up on Freeform once in a while. His little lip wrap videos. It's pretty damn cool. But uh, thank you guys for being on here. Subscribe. Don't be a dick. And also, buy music. Buy fucking music, man. Fucking yes. buy music. Fucking like me, I'm running out of fucking room in here. Buy <laughs> fucking music. All right, guys, take it easy, man. Right. Later, Thank guys. you, guys. Bye. Uh, hey, man, thanks for um, having me on there, Mark and Jerry. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Oh, wait, wait. Hey, I got one, one more thing before we cut off. Next week, we're time. doing top 11 comedians. Yep. Who's on there? Yep. You're on there, Charles. Are you on there? Yeah. You want to be now, on there, Andy? Get your hand yeah, out of the but, camera. <laughs> uh, yes, now, please, I would love to do the comedians. Okay, that'll be on Thursday. You guys are all free on a Thursday. Hold on, right? on free. Let's, yeah. let's, let's do some boundaries for that right away if we can. Uh, okay. The comedians have to have done stand-up. Not like a comedian like, you know. No, it movie. has to be stand-up comedians. Yes. Stand-up comedians. Exactly. Oh, all well, right. they had stand-up shows. You yeah, stand-up right. shows. I already know who my number one is. I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, I, I think it's obvious what my number one is. You're too, not going to so. know who my number None of you guys are going to get my number one. I'm going old school. Old, my number old, one is, old my school. Number one, my are number one is about the best Benny? ever. Huh? <laughs> and it's not Danny Kaye. He would be K. having such a great fucking time now if he was still alive. Oh, I'm giving it away, damn it. All right, don't but, talk uh, about it. All right, guys, <laughs> take it sleazy. Take it sleazy, right. not too easy. And rock yep. the fuck out. Later, guys. Bye, bye, Later, guys. man. Bye.